I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor, cookbook author, podcaster, and studying for a master's in nutritional medicine. The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutrition, healthy living to allow you to live your best life. Remember, you can listen to full-length episodes of the Doctor's Kitchen podcast wherever you listen to pods. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and vegetables per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Curries, stews, tray bakes, you name it, it's in the cookbook. On this first episode of The Daily Doctor's Kitchen, I'm going to be talking about what The Doctor's Kitchen is, where did it come from, and why a conventionally trained medical doctor who works in A&E and general practice is talking about food as medicine. It's quite foreign, or it certainly was foreign, when I started The Doctor's Kitchen. And so to really answer that question, I have to go a lot before I started The Doctor's Kitchen in the first place. So when I first qualified as a junior doctor back in 2009, I've been practicing as a medical doctor now for over a decade. I was three months into a busy job in a big district general hospital, and I started suffering from palpitations, which were later diagnosed as atrial fibrillation. And for a 24-year-old with no previous medical conditions, it was very, very unusual. I remember vividly the time I was first diagnosed was when I was actually working on a shift. My heart was racing for a good five or 10 minutes before I even mustered the courage to go and speak to my senior and say, would you mind feeling my pulse? I feel like I'm going a bit fast right now. And within about half an hour, I was admitted to the medical ward, stripped of my clothes, my bleep taken off me, and my heart was going irregularly at about 200 beats per minute plus. And what I thought was going to be a one-off episode actually turned into multiple episodes every week, around two to three times, and lasting anywhere between 12 and 36 hours. Now, this is a real pivotal point for me because for the first time I experienced what it was like to be a patient. Vulnerable, embarrassed, frustrated, powerless. Even the simple act of being wheeled down the corridor when I had my first chest x-ray was really embarrassing for me because just a few days earlier I was walking around the wards, stethoscope around my neck, feeling a sense of authority just having 
left medical school and it was quite demoralizing for me and that sort of empathy for patients has has never left me since that time and examining exactly why this was happening you know three months into a busy job my sleep was all over the place i wasn't eating well i was certainly stressed learning new things on the job but my threshold for illness was clearly lower than a lot of my colleagues who go through exactly the same thing if not sometimes worse and don't have illnesses my journey started on that day and it would go on for a number of years like i said i was having episodes two to three times a week um lasting up to almost 24 36 hours at a time i had multiple appointments with cardiologists electrophysiologists other physicians and experts in their field i was really fortunate to have access to some of the world's most read and the world's most respected experts in cardiology and after being put on medications and having multiple consultations i was offered something called an ablation an ablation is where you put a guide wire into the heart and you essentially burn an area around the pulmonary vein where cells are misfiring in an attempt to stop the electrical disruptions to the signals. Now, I was definitely going to have this procedure, but with the blessing of my cardiologists, I asked them for six months to experiment with other means of trying to control it through dietary change and stress and lifestyle change. Um, really, I was encouraged by my family and in particular my mother to think about my diet in a different way. And so this led me to changing up my morning routine, out went the cereals and in came leftovers, more vegetables and dark green leafy vegetables even for breakfast. Um, I never left work without my Tupperware. I was always eating things that I'd prepared freshly at home instead of the canteen sandwiches. But I also focused on other aspects of lifestyle like sleep hygiene. Um, whenever I wasn't doing night shifts, I was always tucked up in bed or even um, meditation. So something that I was taught as a teenager to do during my GCSEs, I started getting more into. And the other thing that I think is really important is that I didn't give up being a doctor. I did not want to be dictated to by a condition that was out of my control. And after about a year and a half of doing these activities, I was fastidiously recording when I was having episodes until one time I remember looking at my diary and I remember not having had an episode for a month and that turned into two months, which turned into a year. And actually, I haven't had episodes since then. And so me starting on this nutrition journey really came out of trying to figure out what was going on and also how on earth it was possible for a condition that seemingly does not have any relationship to lifestyle and diet and how I was able to overcome it. And me starting the doctor's kitchen, having more open, honest conversations with patients and colleagues and doing a much deeper dive into the research is really the foundation base behind me getting in front of a camera and talking about food, creating recipes and really trying to encourage people to look at food in a different way and encourage people to think about how you can eat your way to health by preventing it from starting in the first place. So that's the short version of how Doctor's Kitchen came about. Since I started on social media, YouTube, I've written books, I've started this podcast, I uh, am, am now on BBC series and, and doing a whole bunch of work towards trying to cater for people's understanding of nutrition and trying to make this mainstream rather than just something people who have more time or more money can entertain. And I've also started a nonprofit called Culinary Medicine.
which is where we're teaching the new generation of medical professionals starting in medical schools about the foundations of nutrition, but also how to cook, which is a fundamental skill that I believe has been lost after generations of generations and something that we really need to establish a better relationship with. So that's where the doctor's kitchen has come from. It's where Culinary Medicine UK has come from and hopefully will grow across medical schools and nursing schools across the country and beyond. And where I want to take Doctor's Kitchen is for it to be the place where you can trust to get evidence-based, reliable information about food and how we can actually use food as a complement and as an adjunct to conventional therapies that I still prescribe today. I hope that's given you some insight into where the Doctor's Kitchen has come from and you follow me on this journey every day on the Daily Doctor's Kitchen where I give you bite-sized information about food, nutrition, all the other determinants of what allow you to live your best life. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutrition, medicine, and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. So do go check it out. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and veg per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen and sign up for recipes every week at thedoctorskitchen.com. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.